नमस्ते गाइस आई एम डॉक्टर अनुश्रुति एंड यू आर वाचिंग मी ऑन दिस न्यू एपिसोड मदरहुड प्रेगनेंसी दीज आर द मोस्ट अनफॉर्गेटेबल मूवमेंट्स एंड फेजेस ऑफ अ वुमेन्स लाइफ बट व्हाई शुड बी पेनफुल व्हेन इट इज टू बी ब्यूटीफुल सो टू आंसर ऑल दीस क्वेश्चंस एंड डाउट्स टुडे ऑन बोर्ड आई हैव डॉक्टर मे हुस who is a beautiful woman a pelvic floor physical therapist and is helping women move through motherhood pain free so let's not waste time and directly speak to her hello dr may how are you i'm well thank you so much for having me i love talking about this topic of pregnancy motherhood and just the pelvic floor health in general so i'm so excited to answer all the questions and you know just talk about pregnancy and pelvic floor in general so are we i know all my listeners and viewers are ready on their phone screen laptop screens tvs to get to know everything they haven't been answered yet starting with the very first question dr may what would you suggest you know right after conceiving till the mm-hmm. end of the child birth in these in this phase what as a physical therapist as a pelvic floor physical therapist what would you suggest the women out there what should they just start right after conceiving yes so one of the most important things to start for just overall activity is to make sure that you're just getting at least 30 minutes of exercise a day and i know that seems super simple but so many of us don't realize that there might go a period of time especially if we're working a lot that we might not be getting any sort of movement or exercise in so that's like the very first place to start is like 30 minutes a day of some form of exercise that you're comfortable with and then from that point on i really recommend honestly if you can schedule an appointment with a pelvic floor therapist right away to kind of learn what is your pelvic floor how do you engage it how do you relax it and kind of what is the role of the pelvic floor during your birth so that's what i really recommend is connect with a local pelvic floor therapist if you can or someone virtually online um who can kind of like walk you through the process of what pregnancy and then your postpartum recovery would look like great doctor may you would be aware of one thing that Uh, especially in india you know let me tell you that there are a lot of families a lot of regional backgrounds who do not allow the pregnant women to work mm-hmm. they just want them to have a proper bed rest everything to be served on their bed on their table they should not move their leg but as a doctor we all know that how much it is important for them to move in this phase like this is the phase that they should not actually have a sedentary lifestyle so what are your views on this and as a pelvic floor therapist what are some steps you would like to take to bring an evolutional change in this scenario i believe only pelvic floor specialists or you know gynecologists can actually come forward to and spread awareness on this thing yeah well to answer your second question kind of like how what can i be doing to help kind of revolutionize this industry and i mean kind of exactly what i am doing i try and go on in as many different podcast interviews or social media events as possible across 
the globe to spread this awareness because I feel like certain countries have a better handle on things. Like for instance, France, it's part of their uh, covered insurance that they get pelvic floor rehab right after birth. So certain countries are a lot further along in their treatment of women postpartum and during pregnancy versus other countries are not quite as far along um, as you're speaking of kind of like the cultural norms that you all have in your country of where bed rest is or sedentary life is kind of more what is the norm. Um, so that's kind of what I'm trying to do on my part is get in front of as many faces as possible. Um, but from, if you're looking from like a medical standpoint, what are, there's been plenty of research studies that have been done about the benefits of that 30 minutes of exercise per day during pregnancy for not only the, your, um, your own health for the mom, but also the baby. And that's something that can, when those research studies have come out that movement during pregnancy on behalf of the mom helps your baby develop their motor skills and also their neurocognitive skills. I think that is something that can push the needle a little bit more because now it's not just about the mom, but it's about the next generation of the baby as well. Um, and I think when you look at it from like a medical standpoint of, hey, when you are exercising, you can improve blood flow to your baby via the placenta. You can um, reduce, I don't want to say completely get rid of, but you can reduce the chances of developing gestational diabetes because there are a couple of things that go into that development. But when you can reduce so many of these risk factors or things that make pregnancy more complicated, I think people we'll start to understand, hey, this is something that can actually save money and save um, postpartum issues on the front end of just staying a little more active during pregnancy. Absolutely. I really feel that people, you know, especially doctors like you, esteemed personalities like you are doing their best to overcome this problem. But I really believe that there should be a door-to-door -door awareness system that really needs to be done because people... I personally know a lot of people who do not even know that pelvic floor, you know, is so important for pregnant women, even after childbirth. Yes. Well, moving on, Dr. May, I would like to introduce you to one of the best segments of my show where we answer the questions of my followers, patients and clients. So I have a bunch of questions ready for Dr. May. Is Dr. Awesome. May ready to answer these questions? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Bring on the questions. Okay, great. So first question comes from Miss Karishma, who is from New Delhi. New Delhi is the capital of India. She says, hello, Dr. May, how are you? I am six weeks pregnant and my lower back is already hurting. What should I do? I am not overweight. I haven't worked out before in my life. Please help. Yeah, so this is something that I do have a lot of people reach out before, especially women who've never worked out before. And then the minute they, you know, start to put on, not necessarily the overweight, but during pregnancy, you gain weight, you have to, right? The baby grows. So the minute you start to add a little bit more weight to your body, these aches and pains start. Um, best recommendation when I kind of talked about before is like 30 minutes of walking per day can really, really be a great place to start. But then starting on just body weight exercises. So I think a lot of people maybe think they have to start lifting really heavy weights or something like that. And when I say strength training, but body weight exercise is still strength training. You're still moving your own weight through space. And for, especially for the lower back, 
focusing on your ability to really contract your abdominals. And that's something you can do just sitting. When you're sitting here, can you exhale and actually wrap around your muscles around your belly? And that help when you work on those core muscles right around your spine, it helps to protect your lower back and build up the strength. So, so working on your ability to, can I just even exhale and contract my core? And you can do that in sitting. So for people who maybe aren't able to do as much activity because of some of the norms that are around their society, that's something you can even do in the comfort of your own home without having to go to a gym or something. Great. <laughs> I hope, yeah, I hope Miss Karishma, your question is answered. Moving on, we have Rajshree from Maharashtra. She says, hello, Dr. May, greetings from India. How are you? My mother-in-law says not to move. How do I convince her that I need to do exercises and move and it is important for my baby? I am four weeks pregnant and I'm still on bed rest. I told yeah. you there are this possibilities yeah it's i understand i mean i don't fully understand because obviously i'm not a part of that society but i can understand the difficulties i mean even when my you know the generation above me here in the u.s still is a little frightful of like hey you're you're doing what during pregnancy like we weren't allowed to do that um but i would say if if your mother is open to it or the people around you are open to it, potentially showing them some research articles that I'm happy to post on my Instagram following this, um, just like an easily digestible way for people to see like, hey, actually like scientists have shown there are no negative side effects to exercise during pregnancy. And that could be one thing that maybe it helps someone um, realize that research has been done it's not just like oh this girl on the internet said so so it must be true um but also there are still movements you can do in bed right so sometimes you do have to meet people where they're at and if it's really difficult to like get out of bed because of what's going on around you i actually have a couple of reels on my instagram that i perform postpartum in my bed and those are still things that you could do if you are in a more limited space so I would definitely recommend checking out some of those um, because there are still movements you can do in bed. But I always am a huge fan of trying to just broach the topic and show some research to support it. Also, at this point, I would like to remind everyone and to make people aware about one more thing that Dr. May is herself an example. She herself has set an example of this because if you go through her profile, you will be watching every reel exercising when she already herself is pregnant. So definitely to show any other women and any other research papers, the best example out there is Dr. May herself. Okay, moving on, we have someone who wants to be anonymous. Okay, he say, she says, I gave birth three months ago, but I still look pregnant and people start to congratulate me. How do I overcome this weight? Yeah, that's it. There's a couple of factors that go into it. So if this person is still, if they are breastfeeding or if they are formula feeding, some of that can impact their hormonal changes. Um, but one thing I think to recognize is that it takes nine months, nine to 10 months to grow a baby. So it often takes nine to 10 months on the back end to recover from a yes, baby. Absolutely. So 
yeah I mean I'm 10 months postpartum myself and I'm just starting to feel like oh I can fit like in my pants again or you know I'm just feeling better like it doesn't hurt my back to lift my baby all the time anymore like I'm starting to feel stronger so I think that's really important to recognize is that you're only three months postpartum and you you can't expect the body to recover three in three months when it took nine to ten months to grow a baby um so give yourself a little bit of grace on that sort of topic but also um if you're looking for like easy resources a lot of times why that happens is because maybe you haven't started any sort of a core and pelvic floor rehab and so if you've been nervous to start because maybe you felt like four weeks was too early three months is plenty there you still have plenty of time to work on this um so that's going to be one of the main factors into how quickly you recover and so when you see women who are you know, maybe recovering a lot quicker, you, you also have to take into factor, what are, what are they doing, right? They might not be still breastfeeding, or maybe they only, they don't have any other babies at home to take care of. Like there's so many other factors that go into it. So give yourself at least nine to 10 months and don't be afraid to start some pelvic floor and core rehab. Okay. Next question we have from Sangeeta. She says, I have birth Okay, I have given my child the birth and I am still breastfeeding, but I feel that I still have problems in controlling pee. Is it due to my pelvic floor or because of vaginal birth? Yeah, so if you're having issues with any sort of incontinence, whether maybe you're having trouble holding it in, like, so you're leaking a little bit, or I do have people on the opposite end who have a hard time actually emptying their bladder and like starting the flow of urine that is hundred percent pelvic floor related. Um, so the muscles of the pelvic floor wrap around what's called the urethra and the urethra is what's responsible for allowing urine to pass through. And so when those pelvic floor muscles aren't super strong, or maybe you just haven't learned how to contract them again postpartum, then they have a hard time contracting and holding back the flow of urine. So when the pelvic floor muscles contract, they hold back urine. When they relax, they actually allow urine to flow. And so that would be something where I would potentially recommend for this person to start working on, okay, can I contract my pelvic floor? Can I think about like, you know, squeezing? The cue that I use is like scooping up a blueberry up and in. Um, can they scoop that blueberry and then can they let it go. So I would definitely be the first place that I would start if you're having any sort of urinary incontinence. Well, bingo, you have answered all the questions and we are done with this segment, but I still have some questions left with me. Moving on, Dr. May, you would be aware how much, you know, pregnant women often complain about their posture. During pregnancy, they often feel that they are having the bad posture, the poor posture. So my question is that why exactly is there something bad or poor posture during pregnancy? And how do these women actually overcome this or what should they do to have a good or straight posture? Yeah, 
Um, it's a great question. Your posture does truly change. So as you, your belly grows forward, your body has to compensate. So you don't imagine if you put on a really heavy weight vest, it would pull you forward. Right. And you don't want to just fall forward. So as your belly grows outwards, your body has to actually compensate for what is going on. And so in order for you to stay upright, a lot of times your shoulders will fall over like this. And so in order to work on preventing that from happening, you really want to work on strengthening your upper back as well as strengthening your core. And sometimes the cue that I use is think of like if you had a string from the top of your head, like a puppet pulling you up towards that ceiling. And so when you have a string pulling you up towards the ceiling, it helps to almost, you know, force you into a good posture where your head is a little bit more upright and your shoulders are back. So if there's one thing to focus on during pregnancy is pretend you're a puppet that's just being pulled up by a string towards the ceiling, and that'll automatically help get you into a correct posture. Last but not the least, Dr. May, what would be uh, Dr. May's biggest piece of advice to all the pregnant women out there listening and watching this episode? Yeah, um, biggest piece of advice. I would probably say... You are not as fragile during pregnancy as you think. A lot of times we've been, think, we've been taught that women who are pregnant are super fragile and just even the smallest little thing is going to cause a cascade of negative events. And so my biggest piece of advice is to view yourself as stronger. Your body is stronger than maybe you think, and it's capable of doing more things and your body craves movement. And so movement is one of the best things you can do during pregnancy. And you don't have to feel like there's so few things that you can do because the human body is very, very strong, especially pregnant women. We are very strong. Absolutely. Well, with this, we have come to an end of this episode and I know that you guys would have enjoyed it. Share this episode with all the mothers and all the sisters, women, wives. I know this episode is going to be very useful for them. Thank you so much, Dr. May, for joining in and taking out time from your schedule. I do hope you enjoyed it. Speaking to my audience, to me, as much as we did listening to you. Yes, I am so grateful that you asked me to be on your show and just once again, helping to spread the word, the word about pelvic floor therapy all across the globe. So thank you again for having me. Thank you so much. Well, with this, this is the reminder for all you guys to let your precious women know that they are beautiful. They are beautiful as they are being weight or being not un, uh, being underweight. Everything is beautiful because they are doing a really nice job that is giving birth to a child. So cherish your body, you women out there. I know you are beautiful. You are pretty both in and out. So enjoy this pregnancy and postpartum phase. Also, this is another reminder to straighten your back, have a glass of water and move. We'll meet in Lots the next episode. Yes, till then, take care. Goodbye.